KYSR-HD2. Los Angeles. Available anywhere using the iHeartRadio app. AM570. An LA sports icon. Fred Rogan is here tonight. Decades on your television covering Los Angeles sports. Fred Rogan, huge in Los Angeles. The Dean. I'm the Dean. Fred Rogan. Weekdays before Petros and Money. A USC All-American. USC's Rodney Pete. An NFL quarterback. Absolutely perfectly delivered by Rodney Rodney Pete. It's available on the iHeartRadio app or on AM570LASports.com. This is Rogan and Rodney. Here we go. Fred Rogan, Rodney Pete on the Big Friday Show on AM570 LA Sports. Eric Dickerson joins the show. Wow, in about 20 minutes. Yes. Preseason for ED. I love it. You know what? We want to give him some carries. It'll be a mid-season form, too. You think? Oh, yeah. Okay. We'll give him some carries. We'll get into football. Ram fans, the Rambassador will be on the show, and he'll talk all football. Also, that nice little team, I'm sure he'll bring up as well. You know, that nice little team. That nice little team. Yeah. Around town. Yeah, he'll get to that as well. Okay, so let's go. Dodgers uh, pretty much drove the stake into the Padres' heart last night. And boy, does that hurt. Think about it. Not only did they sweep, not only did they shut them out last night, the guy they wanted more than anything is the guy that stuck it to him real good, Max Scherzer. I think I'd be pretty deflated <laughs> if I was those guys. That's some dirty pool, hadn't it, Fred? Oh, yeah. Dodgers didn't have to pitch Max Scherzer down there in San Diego on a, on a defining moment game that they could sweep the Padres in their own park. Dodgers didn't have to do that, Fred. They didn't have to trot Scherzer out there to throw a, a, a scoreless game, beat them, and shut them out. Fred, they didn't have to do that at Petco Park, Fred. No, they but did. I'll tell you what. <laughs> sure was sweet. <laughs> I they, they did. They didn't have to. I love it. And, I love it. And you know and what? Max was all about Max, too. Max had that grunt, Jesus. that look on his face, that don't touch me. Remember that story? Dave Roberts patted him on the ass. Don't put, don't fucking touch me. Oh, oh. <laughs> he got you. Are we on a delay? Yeah, we're good. <laughs> he got you. Don't worry about it. Don't uh, touch me. Yeah, don't touch me. Last night, 10 strikeouts, one walk. <laughs> you talk about pouring salt into the wound. Yeah, man. That was their guy. That's the guy they had to have. And sure, there was some erroneous reporting that that was going to happen. Right. But good Lord, he went out there and he just wanted to dot the exclamation point last night yeah. and let everybody know, okay, this is what you could have had. You didn't get it. So take that. Yeah. I, it was just so much fun to watch. And you know, look, they, uh, the whole team and front office were looking across the field and then looking on the mound, seeing him pitch going, man. What we could have had. Because think about it. I mean, they've kind of fallen off a cliff. But with Snell and Scherzer on, that's a pretty good staff they got down there too. And and Darvish, if, if he's on. I mean, he's been in and out and unhealthy. And same Snell has not been Snell. But on paper, that's a pretty good staff if they were to get Scherzer. But they're so far gone. They, they're, they're not even going to make the playoffs, Fred. Yeah, there's a good possibility they won't. Yeah. Boy, what a dagger for those guys. Yeah. And you know what the problem with them is, seriously? Not everybody makes the playoffs. Teams go through stuff. Uh, injuries happen. You know, they were in the conversation at the beginning. Here's the problem. They were just too cocky. That's what got them. That's what bit them. Just too cocky. Oh, we're good now. Oh, we're better than you. Oh, oh, things are changing now. Yeah, they're really changing. You might not even make the playoffs now. 
Sometimes better to say less until you get there instead of boasting that you're going to be there and not make it. Was it them or was it the fans of San Diego? Both. <laughs> both. It was both. Yeah, they were a little cocky. Yeah, they were. They were a little cocky. And and you have to you have to get there first. I mean, you can build a great team. We've seen it all the time in different sports that you build a great team and on paper it looks like, oh, there's no way they can be beat. You know, it's almost similar as Brooklyn put that team together. Oh, we're automatically in the finals. Well, you still got to play. You still got to go through the whole season. And you still got to deal with injuries, which they found out, and they didn't make it to the finals. You know, San Diego, they haven't been in the conversation for the last, I don't know how many years. And then last year, they started to get it a little bit better. But still, you haven't been to the mountaintop for it. You got to get to that mountaintop before you can really get cocky with it. Yeah, absolutely. You got to win the division first. Had they won the division last year coming and then got beaten the playoffs and then come back this year and say, okay, we're ready to take that next step. You could understand them being a little bit cocky. Yep. But you got to win the division first, don't you? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And that ain't going to happen. And by the way, credit where credit is due, but enough with the Giants. Just enough with these guys. What do you mean enough with them? Stop winning. (laughs) Stop. Stop. Stop Uh, doing this. You know, I'd like you know, to, but, but I, I don't know. I don't want them to fall off a cliff. I certainly want the Dodgers to pass them, um, and and win the division because nobody wants to play in that one game playoff, right? But what it does, Fred, which we've been talking about, even Mookie Betts said this earlier in the year, it is forcing the Dodgers down down the stretch to play with a sense of urgency. You know, they had a fifteen game lead. You know, you wouldn't see them play with a certain sense of urgency. And then, you know, maybe, and, and they've done this before where they can turn it on because they have and gotten to the World Series. But this year, I think with the competitiveness, I think I would like them to to drive into the postseason on a high and with a lot of momentum, which they have right now. So so keep this going. Have the Giants there pushing you. So you got to keep going. And then once you do enter the playoffs, you're riding high. You know where everybody stands. Everybody's gotten hot at the right time, and you're healthy. I'd rather that than being able to sit back and, and rest guys. So, Giants, you can win, but not win too much, but stay right there. Yeah, well, you can win, but, you know, just lose enough to fall out of first place. That's it. And then make it yeah. a battle all the way, so the Dodgers have to keep that intensity. My concern with the Giants, I thought this was smoke and mirrors. It seems like no. it's not. It seems like it's real. No. It is real. Wait, with like 33 games left and a 162, you think that it's not smoke and mirrors, Fred? Yeah, when did you figure that revelation, Fred? People (laughs) were saying that a month ago, and they were still there in first place. They were a little ahead of me. Oh, were they? Yeah. (laughs) I came up with it yesterday. It's not smoke and mirrors. There's the difference, too. It's like they didn't put it together with all new guys. They didn't put it together with with guys that never been there before. If you notice, the guys that are helping them and the guy why they're still there is – Crawford has stayed healthy yeah. pretty much. Buster Posey has stayed healthy pretty much. Belt has stayed healthy. Guys that have been there, done that for the Giants, that know what that feels like, know what that winning tastes like, are there uh, helping the new guys. So, you know, Yastrzemski and guys like that are feeling the, the the veteran play from those guys, and they're, they believe it right now. They, they believe – I mean, we've seen them. We watched them when we're watching the Padres game. Watch them come back and beat Oakland late in the game. We watched them beat the Mets late in the game. They are feeling like they can win every single game they go out and play, no matter what it looks like going into the ninth inning. And when you feel it like that, that something is something special is going on. You know, 
Dodger fans don't want to hear that, but they something special is going on in San Francisco right now, the way they're winning games and and way they have all season long. And you know who has a say in whether or not they keep winning? The Dodgers, because they go to San yes. Francisco next weekend, a three-game set. If they sweep that, if everything yep. holds true for the next week, they will be in first place at that point, Fred. Correct. Exactly. Control your own destiny. Yep. Right. And that's the way you want it. You, you, you want, want to your trot those, next weekend. You know, yeah, it lines up to trot those same three guys that went to San Diego and trotted out with Julio Bueller and Scherzer. That would be nice. Yeah. Well, all the Dodgers need with those three pitching, just hit some bullpen games with do some bullpen games with the Rockies this weekend. Save those guys. Get them ready for that next weekend, so you can trot those three horses out there against the Giants up there. Something tells me that uh, they're going to have the rotation all lined up and ready to go when they get to San Francisco. Yeah. Something tells me that. If the Dodgers yeah. hit, they're going to be fine. Uh, when the Dodgers go, uh, well, I don't know. Will the rosters be expanded by then, Kevin, next weekend? I'm trying to think. No. I'm, I don't believe so. Okay. But I'll double-check on that. So when they go, uh, Gavin Lux will not be with them, and Matt Beatty will not be with them. Both were sent down to Oklahoma City uh, to make room for Mookie Betts and a new reliever that they brought up because you can't have too many relievers on the team. And uh, if that's the case, Gavin Lux, I think, is pretty much getting to a crossroads, Rodney. Yeah. I mean, if we're to be really fair, let's be fair. Let's, you know, take off our Lux jersey for a minute. And by the way, if you're over 40 and wearing that jersey, we have to have another conversation. <laughs> take it off. You're too old to wear a jersey with another man's name on your back. But uh, I think it's make it or break it time. And they're going to send him down to Oklahoma City to get him some at-bats. He's going to play third base. He's going to play right field, and they're going to try to get him acclimated to find a place to put him in the lineup. If, in fact, Corey Seager leaves at the end of the year, you figure, okay, he'll be the shortstop, and or he'll be the second baseman, and Trey Turner will play short next year. If Corey Seager stays, th that's another slot that Gavin Lux can't fill. So I, I really think now it's the crossroads time. Can I just say this while you just said that? Yeah. they got to find a way to keep Corey Seager. And I know you feel I know that it way. may be tough. I, 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 I mean... The way he's come back now, he's finding it too. He's 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 uh, having great at bats. Um, I just I, I think he's he is he bleeds Dodger blue, and he is the epitome of a Dodger baseball player. They got to find a way to keep Corey Seager. I'm on my soapbox. To keep Corey Seager uh, until he's signed, sealed, and delivered. Okay, and Kevin does say that they'll probably both be back because the rosters do expand by next week when they're there, date wise. So gotcha. Yeah, but. Uh, Gavin Lux, I think it's getting to yeah, be making or break Yeah, he's become time. the odd man out, right? Yeah. He's become the odd man out. I'm a little surprised about Beatty, but because he's a, he's a useful quality left hand bat. But but Gavin Lux, when you go through uh, you know almost a year and a half of guys being down, being injured, you got to find a way to take the reins. You got to you got to find a way to take it to the next level so you don't come out of the lineup when somebody goes down, a la Cody Bellinger when Adrian Gonzalez went down. Uh, that one year when Cody came up and, and it was Cody the rest of the way. So Gavin Lux didn't take advantage of, of the injuries that the Dodgers had. And uh, I think you're right. They are, he is, and the Dodgers are at a crossroads with him. Uh, okay. While he's still, I think, valuable in terms of trade potential. Yeah, well, that's the key here. You know, he goes yeah. down to Oklahoma City, starts hitting the ball, learns to play some other positions. He might be valuable on the trade market because he's the odd guy out right yeah. now. Yeah. I mean, look at Zach McKinstry, the way he started the season. Then he got hurt. Then he never could return to what he did. And he's down in Oklahoma City as well. Okay. Eric Dickerson's here at 1220. 
Uh, we are going to play Know Your Squad later on in the hour. Today, the squad is the Dodgers. But, Rodney, are you ready for the 444 plan? Okay. 444. 444 plan. Now, it starts with this. The name game. So, you look at guys that could be available for the Lakers. We've talked about Rajon Rondo. Could he be on the buyout market? Could Memphis just release him? Could they try to swing a deal? I'm not a fan of Rondo. I've told you that. I think his best days are behind him. But, you know, he is Rondo, which makes him part of... The name game. Now, here's another name. Doesn't everybody have a name, Fred? That's a little overused, I think. No, I don't think it's overused at all. Here's why. Yes, it is. Everybody's got a name. Right. But oftentimes, the way fans react is when they know a name, they're the first ones to go, oh, my God, is he a vet? We got to get that guy. I know who that guy is. We got to grab him. No. Uh, you know, a Malik Monk would not qualify for the name game. It's no. like, who? Oh, okay. Hey, can he play? Great. This is based on what they've done in the past. When you play the name game, it's based on what they've done. <laughs> not what they might be able to do. Uh, I know. I get you. I get you. Okay, get so wait you. now. Listen. Here's another part of the name game. So Rondo could be available. I say pass. You know who else could be available? Who this team is trying to move. So how it plays out, we're not sure. But they're trying to move DeAndre Jordan. So you say to yourself, why do the Lakers need another old big guy? Why? That's not what they need. I could argue, well, they need rim protection at all times. You know, uh, they need somebody that understands playing in big games. Yeah, they don't need him. I mean, my God, they have Dwight Howard and they have Marcus All. Two older guys, big guys. That's where the 444 plan comes in. Now, when you have guys this age that are this big. Kevin, are we recording this? Oh, yeah. <laughs> when you have guys this old and this big, can you really have enough of them? Because you don't know what will happen. And let's say they all go through the season injury-free. Okay? That's a big bonus. So you've got three guys, big guys, can be rim protectors, can control the middle. But now you got three guys. You want to play them all. It doesn't do you any good to have three that you don't play. So you go the 444 way. Each guy, to keep them healthy, to keep them healthy, right? Because they're susceptible to injury. Each guy, each game, plays four minutes a quarter. Four, four, four. Right? That's 12 minutes. Everybody plays four minutes a quarter. Then you have That's all three quarters. Time. No. Four, 44, four. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Well, I, I made it that way. There's four quarters in a game. Well, then if I call it a 44, 44. <laughs> I, I did it because you have three guys. Four, 44. Fine. It's a 44, 44 plan. And everybody plays four minutes a quarter. At that way, no one can get exhausted. Good chance no one will get hurt. Everybody will be fresh when they go in the game. Four minutes per quarter for all of them. And it changes exactly. So you start the game eight minutes, you're out, you're in. Okay? Four minutes, you're out, you're in. And you just keep rotating them through for the entire season. What do you think of that plan? Uh, 
That is like the dumbest thing I've ever heard. That is like the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Why is that dumb? <laughs> I think it's brilliant. Here's why. First of all, here, wait, wait, here's need, why. first of all, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, here's why. You got these big guys. You want them fresh, as fresh as they can be for every game. You don't want them to get hurt. You'll play them four minutes a quarter. You've always got a big guy in. You've always got a rim protector in. Although Gasol, not quite as quick as the other two. But that's fine because he can shoot from the outside. 444 plan. You say, well, what if they want to go small? No. You always can't go ha- small? No. You always have a big guy in. You can't put AD at the five and go the, go that route? That No, because that destroys the plan. If you oh. do that, what have you done? What have you done? You've taxed someone else. And if the goal is to win as many games as you can during the regular season, but get to the playoffs it, 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 and be it gets, fresh. It gets Melo, LeBron, Russ, AD, and Malik Monk in the game. Well, you could do that, but I wouldn't. <laughs> because that would go against the plan. Play the big guys four minutes a quarter. Everybody's fresh. Everybody's ready for the playoffs. I think it's brilliant. 44-44 plan, huh, Fred? Yeah, what do you think? I, you know, I, look, I, I, I love I love DeAndre. I really do. I, um, I, it's just, once they signed Dwight Howard, I think it, it took him off the table. I don't know if you need that. You, you definitely continue, I think, need to get some more shooters. Um, to bolster that lineup and and a big man like that, I don't think you necessarily need to to, to have Freddie. The name game. I'm just saying nobody's asking me for my opinion. You know, although although it it worked well with Dwight and Javale McGee, right? You know, like you said, McGar- you know, Gasol's not really a defender now anymore. But what Dwight is Gasol, McGee. Wait, what is Gasol by the way? He's not really a defender anymore. What is he? He's more of an Offensive big man. He's an offensive big man. Okay. He can he, score. He can stretch the floor. He can pass. A, he's an OB. He's an offensive big man. Yeah. Gasol's the OB. <laughs> Out of bounds? No. Offensive big man. <laughs> okay. Does he fall a lot? Um, I, that doesn't come to mind when I think of him. No. Okay. Just wondering. Why do, Why would you ask that question if he falls a lot? I don't know. It seemed to me like he fell a lot last year. He fell down. Is that not true? <laughs> Kevin, am I wrong? I don't know what the triple advanced analytics are on how often players fall per game there, Fred, but I'll see if I can dig that up for you. I'd oh like to know. God. But based on the naked eye, anecdotally, I don't believe I saw him fall at an inordinate amount last season. No, no neither did I. Okay. All right. Well, I was just saying, as I was sitting here thinking, he's an offensive big man. Yeah. That's said, probably true at this point. Okay, he's an OB, but I just thought he fell a lot. If you can find those analytics, will you look them up? I'll, I'll try my best. Okay, no, seriously, because I'm sure they exist. Oh, yeah, I'm sure they do. Okay, good. Find out guys that fell the most in the NBA last year. Oh, Lord. And then find out guys that fell that were touched and untouched. I mean, I just want to see. What? What are you guys talking about? T- right. What are you talking about? Like a guy tripped over the line and fell over. Guys have done that. They just trip. I'd like to know that as well. So, Kevin, look that up, please. And then we can get to that later in the show. All right. Preseason football about to wrap up. Preseason for this show about to begin. Our man, E.D., Eric Dickerson, getting ready for his weekly appearances during the season, joins us next. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Cho Yu ZZ. 
If you missed any of Rogan and Rodney, you can podcast it on the iHeartRadio app. Rogan and Rodney. AM 570 LA Sports. That's right. You know it, Freddie. You started it this way. It's a Friday it show. It is Friday show. Oh, yeah. And you know what? No, we don't. Not one bit. Not one bit. On the big Friday show, where anything goes. Later this hour, we're going to play a little Know Your Squad. And the squad today is the Dodgers. Uh, Ned I Co- got this one. You, you got this one already? All right. Okay. Uh, during the one o'clock, hockey, like the Padres. Well, except I deliver. For you. Well, yeah. Well, you have. I think you got tagged yesterday for the first time in a while. In a long time. Yeah. Uh, you Ned Kalani. Got to keep me humble a little bit, Brent. Well, that's all right. You, you are a humble guy. Yeah. All right. Uh, did you? And we'll talk about it later. Ben Bolch will be on the show today too. Now, you know, UCLA football is what it is. But the compelling part about UCLA football this year is Chip Kelly. And is he in the hot seat or not? And the approach he's taking. So we're going to get into that. But now it's his preseason with us. Got to fire it up. You know, got to shake the legs out. Got to take the ball, take a couple of hits. And today is his day as we prepare for NFL Football Mondays. We welcome on the Rambassador himself, Eric Dickerson. And Eric, how are you today? Good. How you guys doing? Good. Yeah, I, I, got to, I got to take a few hits first. Yeah, you, know, you got to get tackled. You got shaken up a little bit. What's up? What's All up, Fred? What's I'm, up, Rodney? I'm going to start with <laughs> What's this, up, I, I do. It. I do want to share that, you know, people might not realize how kind you are and how considerate you are, what a gentleman you are. And when I got a knee surgery, you actually texted me. You wanted to make sure that I was okay, which I really thought was great. And then you wrote, now we'll see if white men really can jump. <laughs> did, I, did, I, did I write that part? Yeah, you did. Sure? Did I? Yeah, you did. You I, I don't. I, I don't recall. I did call to check on you, though. I yeah. did. I did text to check on see you, if you're okay. Absolutely did. But I do want you to know that I will be able to get back to my old uh, uh, vertical abilities down the road. You, you gonna be able to touch the net now, Fred? No. Hey, come on, Rodney. Come on, Rodney. <laughs> touch the net. Not even oh, the rim. Touch, touch the really, net. Really get get, get off the ground by this high as an ink pen. <laughs> <laughs> Ink pen. Oh God! <laughs> All right, Eric. Um, so the Rams go out and they get Sony Michelle. Mm-hmm. By the way, was he named after the Sony Corporation? Uh, you have to ask his mama. Oh, okay. Well, you, I thought you might know that as the Ram ambassador. <laughs> no, the Ram ambassador does not know everything. Okay. He's he's a new Ram. He's, he's, he's new. Not, he's, he's new. Yeah. He's a newbie. He's a give new him Ram. some time. Yeah. Then I know all about it. I matter of fact, you know, Fred, when I when I meet him, I'm gonna ask him that question. How'd you how'd they name you Sony? How'd that name come from? I like that. And what do you yeah. think of the acquisition, Eric? What do you think of him as a back? Uh, you know, he, he he beat us in the Super Bowl, so I, I'm still kind of PO'd about that a little bit. Uh, but. I do like him. Uh, I know we had to have someone uh, to fill, you know, the shoes of Cam Akers and help, you know, carry the load with Daryl Henderson. I mean, I think Daryl Henderson has a tendency to get hurt. And, and you know, playing that position, you know, my old motto is you can't make the club in the tub. You can't always be hurt. I mean, I hate to say it. And he has a tendency to get banged up a little bit. And uh, Sonny Michelle, he, you know, he's a he's a proven product. Uh, I'm sure it's all about money up in New England. I mean, he's, he's great at the backfield. Uh, he can run the ball, runs runs very good routes. I'm sure you know he'll, he'll pick up that offense. Uh, probably, I'm gonna say it'd be easy, but you know, he coming from a uh, Bill Belichick offense, uh, you know, he has the knowledge of. I think we're having some audio problems with Eric, and that's why we have the preseason. 
Yeah, you got to work out the kinks in the preseason. Right. You know, you got to get them ready. Like I said. Okay. Ain't my fault. Ain't my fault. No, you're, you're taking some hits right now, but it's the preseason. So go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I'm taking some hits. I'm taking some hits. Did you did, but did you hear what I said? Did you hear my my my, my answer to what you Not asked? Not the me? end of it. Okay. I well, let me start off. What did I think of Sony Michelle? I said that was your question. Yeah. Uh, I said I think it's I think it's a good acquisition. I really do. Um, I'm still kind of to po'd a little bit about him be having beat us in the Super Bowl a couple of years ago, but you know that's behind us. And uh, I I think but you know because of you know he's a seasoned player and and, and one thing is is that Daryl Henderson has a tendency to get hurt. Uh, like right right now, I think he has a thumb injury. You know you you can't make the club in the tub. You know that's that's my motto. I believe that you have to be able to to show up. You know to play football, and um, you know you have to have someone you can depend on. You know, is is he a dependable back? So far, he's been dependable. He's a young back. I think the reason he probably left New England, knowing the Patriots, is because of money. You know, money issues. So uh, let's see how he plays. I think he'll pick up the offense. You know, probably pretty quickly because playing in the Patriots' offense, that's a very complex offense, also. But I think I think it's a good. We had to have someone. You know, I really pushed to try to get Todd Gurley. You know, just to have him, just to see. You know, what 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 could he still do? But. You know, my, my, you know, I just went to fuck. It, it fell on deaf ears. Yeah, and sometimes it does that, Ed. And, and Ed, talk about sometimes how you know, because he was in New England, and I, I did. I really liked him coming out of college, coming out of Georgia. He and Chubb were, were were nice together in that backfield, and both of them carried the rock a lot. Um, but you get to a place where it's running back by committee, uh, like New England has been over the years, and you don't get, you don't really get to get into any kind of rhythm. And, and and maybe people he's kind of fall you know fallen out of the focus of people in the forefront. But now I think getting out here because he will get some touches. Um, I I think they got I think they did a great job in, in being able to acquire him because I think he's gonna he's gonna feel like now I've been let out of a situation now I can thrive in this situation. So I think we're gonna see the best of Sony Michelle. Yeah, you know, Rodney, you're right because you know uh, being in, in New England. You're right. They have that running back by committee, and a lot of teams do. Yeah, running back by committee. I, I'm not big on that. I just feel like you do that because you don't have a guy. You, right. you, 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 your your guy hasn't stood out as as he can carry the load or he wants to carry the load. A lot of running backs don't want to carry the ball 20, 25 times a game. They want to carry the ball 10, 13, and maybe catch five or six passes. I mean, to me, that is not a running back. You know, a, a running back is a guy that's back there that, that's hungry for that football. You know, he wants to get it. I mean, and look, you don't want to, you know, you, you can't hog the ball, but you, you when, when they call your number, you want to be like, hey, I'm, I'm ready. Uh, so I'd like to see if he can be a every down back, you know, a guy that, okay, I raise my hand every once in a while, I got I to come out the game, but now I'm ready to go back in. Not that, okay, we're going to play him on third downs, we're going to play him on second and second and long, or he's a, he's a two by, he's a two down back. Man, I just, I, I just love to see a guy that, that can just do it every down. I mean, that, that's, 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 you know, cause I mean, not bragging, but that was, that's the kind of back I was. I mean, and I just like to see that kind of running back. Yeah. There are about a handful of teams that only have, I mean, Derrick Henry, right. Zeke in, in Dallas. Right. Saquon Barkley when, 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 he, when he's healthy. You yep. know, even, even, that's right. Now, even over in, uh, in, in, in Cleveland, you know, with Nick Chubb and, yep. um, what's the other back name? Yeah. Uh, the, yeah, got, from, from Kansas, Kansas City. Kansas City. Got, yeah. 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 I mean, to me, Nick Chubb is that guy, but but right. but he doesn't get a chance to carry the ball. I'm sure. I, I guarantee you, Nick Chubb wants to carry that ball all the time. You know, um, and hopefully, Sony Michelle will get a chance to do that. And and I I, re I believe this here. I believe that um, when you come out and you 
show that you're that guy. You, you yep. show that you're the guy. Like Cam Akers did at the at the end of the season. You yep. see why they, you know, they 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 wanted him to play. You know, it wasn't no when he wanted to come out, he'd come out. They they found their guy, you know. And I hate to see him. I see what happened, you know, towards Achilles um in practice, you know, and, and before the season started. But, you know, like I said before, that's football. You know, you know how football's a rough, tough sport and there's no guarantees. And the, and the thing about playing playing this sport is people ask me, ah, oh, who's going to Super Bowl? I said, man, it depends on who stays healthy. That's what it comes down to. Uh, Eric, earlier in the week, we talked about the story of how Sean McVay uh, actually ran into Matt Stafford in Cabo. Uh, Andrew Whitworth basically set it up. And the next thing you know, they're all around the pool and, and Stafford is a member of the Rams. Uh, back in the day, uh, were guys as apt to try to recruit other guys uh, as obviously Andrew Whitworth was in this situation? Well, no, you you wanted guys, other guys on your team, but you, you you couldn't do it. I mean, you were stuck. I mean, just like when 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 I left the Rams, I mean, I didn't want to leave the Rams. I wanted to play my whole career for the Rams, but you know they didn't want they didn't want to pay me, and the the Redskins wanted me badly. You know, San Francisco wanted me, but you know they couldn't. You know, I I couldn't move. It, it, it was wasn't their free agency. No, like I wasn't no, was, wasn't no yeah. free agency. You were you were stuck. I mean, and if you played your contract out. And they say, you know what? I want to go to Washington Redskins. Nope, you can stay here. You can take what we offer you, or not play at all. That was how it was back in those days. And that you had no freedom. Yeah. So, but yeah, in today's football, yeah, they can go. They can talk. They can talk. Man, we'd love to have you on our team, man. We should see what we. I'd love to have you there. So, uh, you know, I'm glad Andrew did that because I think Matt Stafford, man, is a. I mean, I like him as a quarterback. I like him as a player. Um, People talk so highly of him, you know, as as a human being, but man, as as a football player, you got to think about this, Fred and, and fans. Listen, listen to me. He has been in Detroit his whole career and has succeeded in Detroit. We know who he is. He's a he's he's, he's in the top to meet three to five quarterbacks in the National Football League and playing in Detroit. In Detroit, I said it again, in Detroit. That is a horrible situation. Rodney, sorry, <laughs> sir. Sorry, Rodney. Horrible. No, I, hey, I can relate. You, you will see, and I can go ahead and say it now. I feel bad for Jared Goff, but they are going to destroy him up there. Destroy him. Because that maybe the organization may be in a, a point where they're turning everything around, but I don't think so. Most times, bad organizations stay bad for a reason, and it starts at the top. I don't care what. Look at the Dodgers. The Dodgers have great management at the top. Boom, the Dodgers. The Lakers. The Lakers, when they had Dr. Bust, they were the best because they had great – now they're back to being the Lakers again. So, you know, and, and, the, and my Rams, it starts at the top. It's getting there with the Rams. It's getting there. It starts, you know, with the, the management, the head coach, the guy that, that you have in charge. And that that's that's what makes a, a, a team a great team or a good team. It's like the New England Patriots. You know, you might not like Bill Belichick, but they've done a great job. You might not like the system. They might not like how they have things in place, but he's done a great job there. No, no, no doubt. And and speaking of Stafford, it, it, it just because knowing, watching him play and knowing he was in Detroit, he almost had to be that way to survive. But like you talk about, and we talk about all the time, ED, is that he also is not only talented and still got some life left. He still got he got a little dog in him too. He got some dog in him, man. You're right, yeah. Rodney. He got that dog in him. And, and look, fans, if you don't know what that dog is, 
that dog is a guy that like, <laughs> hey, look, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you want, you want, uh, yeah, you want to do this? Let's do it. You know, let's let, let let's do it. I mean, and I, that's what I like him. He he got that dog in man. Rodney, all right, you as a player, because I know I did it. And when yeah. you stand on the sideline, you watching another team that you playing against, you like, damn. Man, why come I couldn't have receivers like that? Damn, why couldn't I couldn't have an yep, offensive line yep, like that? Damn, yep, look at that. Yep. Man, they, they throwing the ball down. Uh, the, I'm telling you, when I was the Rams, I know it, it, it was a couple games. Man, we run the ball. I'm like, and they and they would throw the ball downfield the other team. I mean, we played the Dolphins. It was my, my the Dolphins with Dan Marino. And I'm like, dang, man, look at that. They can throw the ball downfield. I mean, I was like, Wow, why can't we do that? And we yeah. and we did do it. I got excited. Like, wow, we hey. got a 15-yard pass. Hey, I did that. We played it. We I played in Detroit. We played the Cowboys. And and I know Troy, man. So I'm like, I'm watching. We playing the game. He got seven seconds to throw the ball. I'm like, wow. <laughs> the line was, going, all of them wow. were all pros. All of them all pros. I got there. Emmett wasn't getting touched until we were six yards down the field. I'm like, man, that would, that would be nice. And then the next year, I went to Dallas. And I was down there. I was like, oh, I get it. I get it now. I understand it now. Man, give me a cup of coffee while I'm sitting in the pocket because I can figure it out. <laughs> I Never know. got touched, man. Like, that, that, I, absolutely. And then the defense was getting you three and out. So you had about 12 possessions. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, 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 that part there alone, that makes you love playing football. Because you know, you know, everybody want to win. But man, when you get when you get that, you know, you know, you know, some games. I don't know if y'all had a lot of them in Detroit, Rodney, but you know, <laughs> you know, you know, some games where everything's going right and it's just fun. Like, yeah, you, like yeah. you get you get to work on stuff. Like, okay, man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pad these stats today. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and throw for 350 yards. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go run for 200 today, man. And everything's going right. And then some days it's like, man, you can't get to the line of scrimmage. You can't get from under center before you get hit. That's, that's so. the beauty of it. And sometimes it's not always like sometimes it's the teams that you think, oh, we, before the game, you think, oh, man, we're going to kill these cats. We're going to, we're going to, I'm, I'm about to throw 500 against those DBs. None of them, three of them hurt and all this. And that's the game you don't have a good game. And the man. ones you're like, oh, this is going to be a dog fight. This is going to be a dog fight. And sometimes that's the one where everything just opens up for you. So that's you the beauty that. of it that you never know when that's going to happen. You're right, and I I can tell you that that team for me, the team that you thought, oh man, I'm I'm gonna get, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get them today. I'm like, oh, they would give up 190 the week before. They may have gave up 200 the week before that. The New England Patriots. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm gonna tear them up. Uh, I, they would give me 85, 101, <laughs> a tough 85, tough 85. And I, huh? and I asked, I would, I, I asked some of the guys, some of the players here in the last couple of years I played with the linebacker and Blackman, and some of the guys said, man, why is it? When we played you guys, y'all, I mean, y'all would kill me. He said, "Oh, we called it Dickerson Week. We got ready for you." I'm like, <laughs> man, that was so frustrating because they would hit me, seem to where I had no pads. You know, every time I'm like, I come out of that game so hey, beat up. And that was a feat, Eric, because you were all the pads. I wore all the pads. I wore all the pads, brother. They would, they would get under that. They would get under that flag jacket sometimes. <laughs> they, they would hit me. I, I had the hip pads on some kind of way. They'd hit hurt my hip. I'm like, I don't know how they do this. Do you get to pick what pads you wear? Of course, of course, Fred. I wore everything. Look, I wore the hip pads, and I, you know, I, you know, you know, the, the knee, the knee. I would take the knee pad and put it where I, where I wore my knee pads too, and I'd have to take a pair of knee pads and put it on my hip where the hip pad was. Then I had the butt pad. I used to wear the shin guards. Started off wearing shin guards. I, I kind of like to, to, to didn't wear the shin guards anymore because you know we didn't run the option like I did in college. I wore the neck roll. I wore the I wore the uh, I wore the flag jacket. I had the elbow yeah. pads. And you know, I had the big mouth. I had the big mouth. The goggles, goggles was gone. 
Man, I hated them goggles, but I couldn't see that they had a guy. And and the neck, you know, the, the neck roll was just neck for a roll. Look, really. The neck, neck roll. roll. Was just, nobody was just, wears a neck roll no more. Man, nobody. Man, they, 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 they probably even had a neck roll. The neck roll was strictly for a look. Because I thought it looked cool. It made me look cool. <laughs> Let you feel. I, I know. I, you know, I know. I, I know I look bad out here right now. Uh, the neck roll was nice, though. The neck roll was nice. If you wore it so, right, some cats didn't know oh, how to wear it. Oh, oh you like, got to you, you gotta wear it. You got to wear it out. I checked. I always talked to our, our boy Christian Okoye, man, because he had the biggest neck roll <laughs> on the planet. I said, "What you doing with that big neck roll?" <laughs> man, Christian had a pillar around his neck. It was like a pillar. So when you yeah. wore all the pads, that meant mm-hmm. when you got hit, you never felt it, right? No, I wish I could say that, Fred. Boy, I'm gonna tell you something. Sometimes they would they would tear my ass up out there, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Like I tell you, right? They hidden out here. They hidden out here. They hidden out here today. They hidden. Uh, was there ever a point when you really got hit hard? You just went, I, I can't. I just, I don't want to do this anymore. No, you don't do that, Fred. Uh, no, I, I can't say. It. Well, I'm gonna say it was like that, but I can tell you this: when I was in Indianapolis, uh, we played the Buffalo Bills, and man, they were. They were teeing off on me. They were they were they were getting me before I got the ball. I was I, sometimes I went for a couple of times. I had to try to get to take the ball from the quarterback before they hit him, before they tackled him. <laughs> Literally, before I'm, t- I'm trying to snatch it out of his hand, and I would get Bruce Smith them. They got picked, you know, hit me up off the ground and say, "Dick, man, you better get out, man. These guys can't help. They can't hear. They can't block us. We are gonna hurt you, man." I said, "Man, I know, man, but you know, I, I, I'm like, I'm, you, that is frustrating. I'm gonna tell you what's frustrating is, I had a tackle." I ain't going to say his name, but anybody, the guys I play, they know how I feel about it. Well, who was it? I ain't going to say his name. Oh, okay. I ain't going to do him like that. But <laughs> All right. he was so sorry. <laughs> Man, he was sorry. I mean, sorry, too. I mean, it was he was 330 pounds, six foot seven, and soft, soft, sorry. Man, we played the Patriots. I'll never forget it. We, we ran an old play. They pulled. I'm right behind him, right behind him. And God, I can't think of the linebacker's name. I see him, and I know he sees him too. What does he do? Runs right past him. And what does he do? The linebacker nails me right in the top of my head. I'm gonna knock me out. <laughs> I got up. I go back to. Him. I said, Kevin, what the f- is going on, man? Did you see that man? Man, I didn't even see him. I said, Yo, your ass can't be blind. <laughs> <laughs> I said, are you scared or what? No, no, I'm not, I'm not scared. I said, you scared of him. And then, then that same game, the same game, I'm over there. You know, oh, you know, you know, you know how this right. You get to arguing and cursing mm-hmm. players. And he said, man, come on, Eric. You're going to piss him off. <laughs> man, I'm pissed off. I'm pissed off now. He's going to piss off the other I'm team. Gonna, yeah, I'm going to piss him off. That's what I knew. I, that's what I said. I got to get out of here. I'm going to get hurt. I'm, I'm going to get killed out here. Oh, my God. Well, all right, uh, our preseason is underway. A sampling of what we'll be doing every Monday during the NFL season. And our visits with Eric are brought to you by your Southern California Ford dealers. California, the future belongs to everybody. And now everybody can drive it with a 2021 Ford Explorer. The future comes standard at your Southern California Ford dealers. Eric, good talking to you, and I guess we'll see you in about two weeks. I'll see you, I'll see you guys in about two weeks. Boy, it's good. NFL football yeah. Mondays. Oh, it's great. About as much fun as we have because yes. of Eric. And it's about as close as we come to getting kicked off the air. <laughs> that too. That too. It's always good. Although, to be fair. On the edge of your seats. Yeah, to be fair, 
Yes. We almost had an incident earlier in the show that could have yeah, got us taken off. Yeah, here. we did. The damn uh, Max Scherzer and Dave Robbins. <laughs> Don't say it again. <laughs> All right, who's ready for Know Your Squad? 866-987-2570. Squad today is the Dodgers. You call. First call. Kevin will pick you up, put you on the air. You're playing Rodney and Ronnie. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. And now another Rogan and Rodney. Oh, yeah. Afternoon delight. Yeah, I like this duo right here. Today, Afternoon Delight is moved by Rob Thomas and Carlos Santana. 22 years after collaborating on the Grammy Award winning song Smooth, the two, the two teamed up again to release this track, track late last week. The song will appear on Santana's upcoming album entitled Blessings and Miracles which will be released in October. The project will feature an electric mix of artists including Chris Stapleton, g Easy, Steve Winwood, and more. Again, today's Afternoon Delight is Moon by Carlos Santana featuring Rob Thomas. Rogan and Rodney Roulette. Know your squad. All right, X marks the spot. On the next stop of the Petros and Money Summer Tour, it's today, Brewery X in Anaheim. It starts at 3. If you can't make it out, watch the entire show on YouTube or Facebook. And now for your chance to win at AM570 LA Sports slash Chevy. Brought to you by Kirin Ichiban, a premium Japanese lager crafted to be rich, simple, bold, and authentic. Dedicated to ingredients, people, and flavor. For those who never compromise the pursuit of great taste. All right, Albert and East LA, you ready to go? Uh, yeah, I'm ready to play. Let's go. Come on, let's do it. Oh, 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 oh let's do it. Uh, it's Know Your Squad, <laughs> so I've got to give you all five choices before you answer. If you answer too soon, okay. you're going to be locked out, okay? Okay. All right, good. Ronnie, you ready? Happy Friday afternoon, Rogan and Rodney. Let's play the game. I'm feeling good. Let's go. Dodgers recorded two saves in their six-game World Series win over Tampa Bay last season. Julio Arias got the save in game six. Who recorded the Dodgers' only save, other save, in that series? Kenley Jansen, Blake Trinan, Brewstar Gratterall, Victor Gonzalez, Speedy Gonzalez. Blake Trinan. Correct. Victor Gonzalez. The answer is Blake Trinan. I think Rodney got in a second earlier than Ronnie. Really? Yeah. We can check the tape, though. I mean, we usually don't check the tape. I think it's worth checking on a Friday here, Fred. We can check it. Give me a second here. Because that was tight. That was tight. And Albert, good try. Uh, but they got in ahead of you, and uh, you had Victor Gonzalez. Yeah. Yeah. That's all right. Let's yeah. check this tape now. We usually don't check it on the first question, but that one was awfully tight. Here we go. Victor Gonzalez. Speedy Gonzalez. Blake Trinan. Blake Trinan. Blake Trinan. Yeah, sounds like a tie. I got to call it a tie, Rodney. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of feel that way, too. All right. All right. Yeah. No points awarded. Here's your next question. Who leads the Dodgers with 85 runs scored this season? Chris Taylor, Max Muncy, Mookie Betts, 
Justin Turner or Ike Turner? Chris Taylor. Chris Taylor. Max Chris Taylor. That was Ronnie for sure. And the correct answer is Chris Taylor. Ronnie gets it. All right, Ronnie. Wow. Fired up today. Here's the next one. Dodgers beat the Yanks in six games in the 81 World Series. Which of these Dodger players had three hits and five RBI in that Game 6 series clinching win? Pedro Guerrero, Bill Russell, Steve Yeager, Dusty Baker, Dusty Rhodes. Steve Yeager. Pedro Guerrero. Pedro Guerrero. Rodney. Rodney. All right, I'll tell you what, Albert, though. We, we, we like what you're doing, man. You're in the game. You're trying. Thank you. All right. But you ain't cheating. Huh? Don't you always say, Fred. You ain't cheating. You ain't trying. Well, that's true, and he ain't cheating. You're you're correct. He's playing honestly and fairly, unlike others that at times play this game. Whoa, Ronnie. See what he did to you, Ronnie? Wow, Fred, what are you trying to say? I didn't wow. say anything. Yeah, Rodney plays fair all the time. I, I didn't say anything. I'm just saying. Whatever I said. Which of these is not a past team name for the Dodgers franchise? Kevin, this is good. We can use this on uh, the challenge. We will. Yeah, this is a good one. So if anybody's listening today, you'll know the answer when it's on the challenge. Yeah, you probably shouldn't have said that on the air. I probably yeah, Fred. <laughs> Maybe we won't use that for the challenge this Use season, your Fred. inside voice, Fred. I'm sorry, but this is really a good question. All right, which of these is not a past team name for the Dodgers franchise? The it's groom, not. It's not. not. It's not. Okay. okay. The grooms, the grays, the Atlantics, the constables, the bridegrooms. Bridegrooms. The Atlantics. And it is no good. The grays. Crooms, the crooms, crooms, crooms. What did you get for the grooms? The grooms. No, senor. The grays. No good. Wow, the, the Constantinobles. The the croonies, the conies, or whatever you said. Well, we're going to give it to you on the Constantinobles because it was the constables. So, Rodney, yes. I'll give you that one. Yes. Although, it is troubling that you started with the bridegrooms. <laughs> Why? <laughs> That's an obvious one that they weren't named? Because that that was supposed that to be were... the gag answer. Oh. But Kevin? Well, it... technically there are no gag answers. Everything oh. other than the constables were actual names. So Well, who the... were the bridegrooms? The Dodgers. The Dodgers were the bridegrooms. Oh, they yes. were? Yes. Yeah, you see what I'm saying, Fred? You there didn't was... know that. Yeah, there was no you know gag answer in this one. I'm what? really surprised, Fred, you didn't know that. Well, when were the Dodgers the bridegrooms? From Back eight, in the 1800s? 1888 to 1898. Ten years. What an odd name. Yeah. The bridegrooms. Huh. So are the trolley Dodgers. They were also the Grays, the Grooms. Yep. And the Atlantics? Sure were. The Atlantics from 18, for, eight, for one season in 1884. Why'd they keep changing their name? You'd have to ask someone from the 1880s there, Fred. I'm not sure. Were they also the Robins as well? They were the Robins, Ronnie. Yep. Can you book somebody from the 1880s so we can ask that? Yeah, I'll try my yeah, best. Fred, grab a shovel. Cold-blooded on a Friday. Anything goes. Yeah, I don't care. Grab, grab a, a shovel. shovel, Ronnie. Said. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Justin Turner has been the opening day starter for the last seven seasons for the Dodgers. At third base, which of these men was the last person not named Justin Turner to be the opening day third baseman? Blake DeWitt, Juan Uribe, Louis Cruz, Scott Van Slyke, or Rob Van Dam? Rob Van Dam. All right, hold on. Stop. Stop. <laughs> Everybody stop. What was stop. the question again, Fred? No. No. Rodney, I would like your answer, please. 
I would like your answer. One, yeah, correct. But it didn't come. That's why I asked because it really didn't come out that way. Juan did. It came out like one rabbit. And I thought, no, I, I think you know what it is, but I wanted to confirm. Yeah. Even better, I think Ronnie said Rob Van Dam, so that's the one that <laughs> I got did me. say Rob Van Dam. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here's the final question, Rodney. Congratulations, you've won. Yes, sir. Of course I did. Never lost. Never have. Okay, Ronnie, you get it. You finish second. Uh, Albert, if you get it, you finish tied for second, okay? Okay. All right. Duke Snyder holds the franchise record for most career intentional walks with 141. Who is second on the list with 113? Roy Campanella, Bill Russell, Gil Hodges, Steve Garvey, or Steve Harvey? Gil Hodges. How Steve about Garvey. You? No, Steve Roy Campanella. Roy Campanella. Ronnie. Steve Harvey. Come on. Steve Harvey. That was good too, Kevin. <laughs> Put this one on the challenge too. Okay. So he basically just gave away two answers to challenge questions for the upcoming football season. Yeah, but the good news is you only have 58 more to do. Perfect. There you go. All right. Hey, Albert, thanks for listening to the show. Yeah. Thanks for playing today, man. It was great to have you on. Uh, thanks for having me. All right. Thanks, you, have, you have a good weekend. You too. Thanks.